Welcome to the Guest X Podcast, where my co-host Brian Hamawi and I uncover the latest technologies and human-driven initiatives that are raising customer expectations and forever changing how we define customer experience across a host of industries. If you are passionate about creating incredible content and unique experiences, join us as we talk to leading product and experience experts across the globe and learn about how today's most successful brands are setting themselves apart from the competition. Welcome to the Guest X Podcast. Coming to coming to everybody from High Tech 2022. I'm pretty excited. This is an impressive conference. Very different from the Vacation Rail Conference. A lot of our Vacation Rail people, you know, probably aren't as familiar with this conference. It's actually the largest technology, hospitality technology focused conference here, Brian. And uh, it's amazing just to see some of the, you know, some of the new you know, the new companies that are coming up, some of the new technology that's really driving the hospitality space. You know, it's, it's been good. We've been here for like a day, but it's been a lot of fun. So for me, I think this conference, I geek out on these places. I mean, uh, yeah. coming from like looking at guest experience or even looking at technology on the operational side, this for me is one of those conferences where we can learn as an industry from other industries what they're doing where are we falling behind? Where are we ahead? Yeah. And what kind of things can we look forward to in the in, into the future? And uh, so this conference is just phenomenal. Some yeah. brilliant minds. One of the one of the things that excites me, and we're going to talk about our guest here today, because uh, you know, is watching some of these companies that have really taken taken the world by storm, right? And, and, and our guest today, sitting next to us or between us here, is is one of those. And you know, David and I really got together the first time at our other big conference we go to, Focus Right, yep. you know, where um, his company was just, I think was just in the- Just, just starting. Just, kind of just yeah, started, just started, right? Yeah. It was in their lowest level. Mm-hmm. And actually now we're sitting here, it's so funny. The other side is the UTEP booth. They won that same level this past year, but here's David who, you know, and did you guys win? We did in did 20, yeah, yeah, 2019. So four yeah. years, yeah, three years ago. Yeah. So now you get to see three years later, and what a great predictor that is, because I think, you know, David and, and Beachy have just done so well, but um, it's and just it, really cool. It is really cool. And Focus Ride is one of those conferences. I think we've done a really good job, especially well, they've done a really good job of identifying companies that are going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. I mean, you go back to well, when I competed, has, right? when, I mean, yeah. when I competed and I lost, <laughs> and, uh, it was absolutely fine because Ian McHenry won with <laughs> Beyond Pricing. Yeah, yeah. Good great, great, great guy. Yeah, he's a yeah, great guy. Lose. I mean, so yeah, Ian well, anybody yeah. I want to yeah. lose. Ian's one of those guys. Yeah. Um, so, but David yeah. Sanch. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank yeah, you no, for glad, glad to be here, guys. Yeah. What I'd love to do is give you the opportunity to tell our audience about the company, what you sure. do, what the company does, and how you actually started with the product because it's, it's a simple product, right? Yep. It's something that I think, whether you're a parent or not a parent, but it's something that we all run across at some point in our lives when we're going on vacation, which is, you know, it's fascinating. So, welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to be here, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Really, yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Give us a little of the background. Yeah. So, I mean, really, this this starts. I mean, a long time ago. I was 14 years old, growing up on the beach. My parents, you know, told me I couldn't lay around on the couch all summer. I had to get a job. So, on my 14th birthday, I actually started working at Sandus and Gotham Beach Resort down where Matt and I live. And um, yeah, I came back every summer until I graduated from college. But uh, my daughter, who's now six, we went on our first beach vacation. Like my, and I was so excited. We're going to San Destin, my town, my beach. I mean, I lived there my, you know, my entire childhood. And I woke up at the crack of dawn, run down to rent chairs from the kid that used to be me when I was a kid. 
and I'm just like standing in line like an idiot, um, like waiting to get chairs. I'm like, yeah. this is crazy, right? And then like I'm on vacation. I want to drink. I want to. Yep. I want to party. I want to have a good time. You know. And I think I saw my cocktail server like twice all day. Mm-hmm. And and it just it was amazing to me that nothing had changed. It had been over 20 years, and yeah. and it was still being run the same way it was being run when I was 14 years old. And so you know we built a product to solve the problem. So the original idea was why can't I book my beach chairs same way I book my airline seat the same time I make my hotel reservation. That's a that product's been in the market now for I mean since we met at, at Focus Right. And it's on hundreds of hotel destinations, um, even municipalities have started buying that product, uh, mandating it for, for different uh, municipal beaches. Um, but really, like the product that we're here at High Tech promoting and we're really excited about is our food and beverage product. So um, we patented all of our mapping technology. So we know guest names like they're sitting in the chairs. We have their payment information captured. But the most important thing is we know where every chair is on every beach and every pool at any time during the day. Mm-hmm. And so now servers can walk up to that person with an iPad, take an order, it routes back, prints to the existing system, right? Whether it's a Gelasys, Micros, we have all the PMS and POS integrations. Uh, it prints back into the kitchen and bar. And now a food runner is running down that food and drink. Average increase in ticket size is over 60% at one of oh, our hotels wow. for food and beverage on the beach or pool. And we're decreasing the wait time by most of the time more than half. And I'm, and I'm gonna say one more thing. I think this is, this is a great story. I was down at Carillon Wellness Center in Miami Beach three weeks ago. Amazing five-star hotel. Start talking to the cocktail server. She has no idea who I am, right? And, but she's here with her iPad. And we start talking about it. And she's telling me, she's selling me on Beachy. And you know, I've got this big smile on my face. And then I tell her who I am. You know, I'm like, hey, this, you know, this is my company. And, and I'm really glad you like it. And she looked at me and she goes, you've changed my life. Wow. And I was like, you know, really? Wow. And she said, uh, yeah, can, can you pull up how much money I make in tips? And I was like, yeah, I, I can do that. She's making $4,000 a day on the Whoa, weekends. So, I'm switching careers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. If she, I mean, she's making so much money. Um, she doesn't even have a green card. She has a work visa to be here. And and she's talking to her. She was like, my boyfriend was having to pay all of our bills. They came both came from Romania. She's like, now he makes me pay for everything. Because uh, I'm making so much money. I'm like, this is a great a story. Great yeah, I love story. I love hearing stuff like that. So. You know, Brian, the thing that jumps out at me, and it, there's a blueprint here, too, when we talk about it. So one thing, because I was thinking about this this morning when, when I knew Dave was going to join us. You know, there's a couple core things, whether you're in hospitality or you're in technology and you're building. There's a couple core things I think Beachy's done really, really well. One, they've eliminated friction. That really, when you think about how do I propel my guest experience, it's about eliminating the friction. Mm -hmm. And there's friction all over the place, but it's, you know, the the friction of, okay, now I got to get my beast chairs. Now I got to get my drink. Now I got to get my food. The delay times. The, The other piece I think that really jumps out at me too is the technology just in doing that is good enough. But then you see, you see the benefit of if you eliminate friction for the guest, I feel like as the lodging side, the monetary follows. Mm-hmm. And so that 60% increase is great for the hotels, but it comes because they eliminated the friction. And I think sometimes we come at the problem from the other direction. I need to increase food and beverage by 60% or 20%. Start by, okay, but why aren't people buying, mm-hmm. right? And you eliminate that. And that that's the part I love of this technology. And that's come from personal experience, though, mm-hmm. right? So it's interesting to listen to the story. He's found a solution to his own problem. Right. 
one of the things that I think we miss at, and, and it happens a lot, and we talk about it a lot, is looking at the data and understanding the data. Where are we, where are we missing? Yeah. People just don't look at that data and try to solve the problem. They're looking at it from the other lens, which is, which is exactly what you're saying. So what is the feedback that you guys are getting from the companies you're working with you know, you've built a lot of data around mm -hmm. the product itself. Mm -hmm. Are they starting to learn how to use that data to improve the systems that they have? Are they, they have? attaching it to the gas? Yeah. And how are yeah, they doing so, that? Yeah, so I'll say a couple of things. I mean, I, I think that one of our customers uh, two days ago, I wish I had this recorded, probably the, and one of our biggest customers said, I, I said, why Beachy? You know, why, why Beachy? And he said, easy to use, easy yeah. to install. Our IT team had it up and running in six hours. Wow. Um, and I really like you guys. You know, I call you answer. That never I, hurts. Te I text you, text right back. You yep, know, and, yep. and I think that the legacy systems have kind of lost some of that, right? Because yeah. um, they've gotten so big. And so, you know, I think about like, you know, I just think about like the, having those conversations with our customers, right? And like, why Vici, right? And I and I think it's it's simple, right? It's easy and just being easy to buy from, like easy to easy to install, easy to use. You know, it's probably some of the best feedback we've gotten, you know, while we're here. And and honestly, I mean. What we hear from like, so my dad, I grew up in the hotel business, right? My dad was a hotel general manager most of my life. So when I thought about solving problems, I thought about solving problems for my dad. You know, like if I can make the general manager happy, everyone else will fall in line. Yeah. Um, that was maybe 20 years ago. Right? It's not like that anymore, right? Cocktail servers have tons of leverage. You know, beach dunes have tons of Good leverage. Point. They can go next door. You know, they, there's a million hotels. Everyone's trying to hire. And so... Um, Carillon Wellness Center, one of our customers out of Miami Beach, said, since we've installed Beachy, we haven't had sing one single server leave. Not turnover. One. There's wow. no turnover when once we've installed Beachy. And so, like, hearing those things from our guests, I mean, at Pinehurst, another one of our great customers, you know, taking their average ticket size on their, one of their golf courses from under $7 to now over $22, and we're auto-grading every ticket, right? Mm -hmm. So they're getting an auto-grad. So instead of getting 18% of $7, they're getting 18% of over $20, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, so, this, so solving problems for the cocktail server, right, or, or like for the end user of our product, and if we can make them happy and we make them love it, then the general managers fall in love with it because we're making their staff more money, right? Make improving guest experience, you know, making their guests happier. So, you know, we kind of talked about solving problems from different angles. And, and really what we found is solving problems for the cocktail servers, for the beach attendants, for the lowest level person using the product, make them happy, make everybody else happy. You know what he's done is he's found the core issue and he's developed a piece of technology that's really simple to use mm -hmm. and just solved a single problem. Yeah. Right. And, and it's very core. That's yeah. all that, that it, it sounds ridiculous <laughs> and it's not simple, but it is that simple. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty, right? I it think is. it was, you know, I hate to because everybody over quotes him, but you know, I think Steve Jobs was somebody said, you know, that uh, it's, you, you know, it's when you can't take anything else away. Like yeah. that's perfection, mm -hmm. not adding more to it. Mm -hmm. And I did, I got a demo yesterday because I was curious to see how far it had come because it's been a while since I had been with, and, uh, you know, my experience with Beachy early on was about picking my beach chairs on the exact spot of the beach, which I thought was cool, right? That you, you guys would lay it all out exactly where the chairs were going to be. But when I saw this solution, it, it very much was it's not meant to be to the consumer. But so it wasn't like it was trying to be overly pretty with the graphics and everything else. But everything was like one click away. Yeah. And I remember being a server at Applebee's trying to work my way through law school or through law school. And I'm like. 
I would have killed for that. Just yeah. one click, right? And we forget those mm. are the important people. So we talk about this a lot, conversational ordering. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're putting technology into a cocktail server schemes, right? They're used to having pen and pad, right? And we but I want to create a, we wanted to create a product that we could facilitate conversational ordering. They can use it while they're carrying on a conversation with you, right? Yeah. While you're sitting at the table and they're not going, oh, hold on just a second. Hold on. Hey, you, um, you know, like, right. And they're yeah. trying to like, because there's yeah. 10 screens and there's 10 buttons. I mean, like, that you know, is it, frustrating. It, it, it's, yeah. it's like when you check into a hotel, by the way, still, and some of these hoteliers are your longer like it. But I watch them tight. Like, how can it take you that many strokes to book me a room I already booked? That's already booked. Like, I never I understand. I don't understand that. it. Yeah. It's, it's right. No. Yeah. yeah. Car car rentals even worse. Yeah, it right? is. It right? is. Just ask me for my twenty-two signatures later, and I'm like, didn't I? Why am I a member right. of your loyalty program right. if this is the deal? Right. Yeah. Right. So that's cool. Right. Yep. Um, I have a question about you. Know, <clears throat> In an industry, especially your hotel partners, <laughs> they've got older tech stacks. Mm -hmm. Has it been really difficult for you to be able to integrate with some of those older tech stacks? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it certainly, right? I mean, I think our first integration was Springer Miller Systems, right? Yeah, yeah. Nine months. Nine oh, months nice. from the time we started to the time we were done. You know, nine months. Now we have it, right? Right, and, right. And once we, you got it. Once yeah. we have it, we have it. And, and uh, you know, Oracle's made it really easy um, now, actually, um, which, which was, that's, which that's was good great. To hear. And, yeah, and Oracle yep. is the lion's yeah. share of the of the hotel business. Agilis has been great to work with. We've actually gotten to know. It's interesting because there's a little bit of, is there a little bit of a competition across products there? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, but I, I, I mean, I've had this conversation with Ramesh, the CEO of Agilis. Yeah. Like, listen, like, we are not trying to come inside. Right. We're not trying to rip and replace anything you guys have installed. We're just simply trying to complement it and taking out to the furthest reaches of your property. We've built this product for one very, very specific use, use case. And like we're great. Like we want to live in this niche like forever. We're not trying to land and, and all of a sudden like we're trying to run in, indoor right. restaurants. Right. right we're not right. trying to replace any of your existing technology. And so and so, yeah, there I mean, we're we're you know, there's some overlap. But I mean, you know, we uh, we've built it for one very specific use case and and we've seen, you know, hotel customers love that. Right. Yeah. Because like we keep talking about, it, it's simple and it's easy and it was built specifically for that need. Right. And we didn't try to build it for all these all these use cases and then yeah. try to repurpose all these little things to put it into a server's hands who's working at the beach and pool. I mean, I was out in Palm Springs a couple of weeks ago at a conference and I was playing golf. Right. Um, as I as I tend to do. And uh, especially on vacation or on a on a on a work trip, and and the and the 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 beverage cart girl came by, and she has a tablet, right? And she's using she's using a system. She goes, well, it doesn't really work. It's because it only works on Wi-Fi. So I'm, I have to put everything in here, and then I go back to the clubhouse and I get on the Wi-Fi, and then it enter it'll do all the orders for me. And I was like, okay. So then she takes out a clipboard and she writes down my credit card number on the clipboard right oh, and God. and i'm like wait but you have a tablet she goes yeah it it takes it just takes too long it takes me like five minutes to run your card or like to get all the information in and then and then i'm not even sure if it works and i can't go back and recall the card when i connect the, i mean it was just like oh my gosh you know yeah. like like so something so simple as we worked on t-mobile verizon at&t it's 5g right i mean like in in all the legacy systems haven't haven't really figured that piece of it out yet they're still wow. working on wi-fi only i mean i was at sandustin for the fishing tournament last weekend, I watched six I, six IT people run point of sale terminals for cash bars at the fishing tournament. Took them three hours. Oh right? my god! The fastest growing segment of our business right now is banquets. So like 
uh, Kohler, great customer of ours, right? Took us to Lambeau Field. They said, hey, we set up all these cash bars outside of the, outside of the football stadium, like for, for concerts and football games. And they're like, okay. And they're like, so the way that we used to do this is we take a legacy terminal, we run it out, we have to power it, Wi-Fi. Yeah, off, run all and, the cores, right. yeah. So now, you know, what their, you know what their solution is? iPad. Boom. That's it. We have an iPad, put it on the cash bar, that people tap their credit card, and they leave. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, it's simple. I mean, yeah. and, and like Clover, Toast, Revel Square, they've all done this. We've all used this technology a thousand million times. And it works. And, and yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the difference is those companies are not integrated with the Agilis and Oracle. Yeah. And, and Oracle and Agilis are keeping them out, yeah. right? Because Oracle and Agilis own the PMS. They own the POS yeah. space. And so if Oracle allows those companies to integrate, they just got rid of Micros. Yeah, it's right? a fox so, in the hen house, right? right? And right. That, it, well, and we've talked about this, Brian, where you know, do what you do well. Mm -hmm. Like, focus, you know, you don't, not, I, I respect every founder, like a lot of founders, they think it's going to be the next whatever. Microsoft. Right? right. But there's a lot of great companies who do one thing and they do it really, really well and they make a ton of money doing it and they bring, you know, and they solve a problem. That's how with, Apple started. Without having to be, well, be massive. And mm -hmm. I call it the Salesforce problem, right? They keep trying to bolt on more and more. And then, gets to where you know like you know we use salesforce now and half the time our team's like i, I don't know how to do right. anything it's right. because it does it's not that it doesn't do anything it does everything right. and that's the right. problem right? right and uh so i think that's that's really cool well i think most companies that succeed are very hyper focused on a single problem or a single product yeah they then succeed and then they can build teams around what's next yeah and it sounds like you guys are on the path to do the exact same thing which is you found a niche you guys built a great product around it, and now you can see that you can expand into offering not necessarily more product, but more services right. around the exact exact same functionality. Yeah. So essentially, you're using the technology that you guys know how to build and how to manage. You're just offering a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like Edgewater and Panama City is our very first customer, and 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 I love telling the story, and I'm allowed to tell this story. Um, the first year that they used Beachy, they put about four hundred thousand dollars to our platform. Right. So it was a great customer. Right. So in the way that our model works is we charge a convenience fee on every transaction that the consumer pays. Right. So, you know, $400,000, we're getting a, we're getting a piece of that. We felt really good about it. So Edgewater just continued to roll us out to more and more different ancillary, you know, things that they are doing on property this year, they'll put over $2 million to our wow. Wow. Right. And the, and the beauty of that for them was we're not renegotiating SAS fees every year, right? Oh, you want to do that? Well, that's an extra $500 a month. Uh, yeah. No, we're just going to keep, we just keep sending them iPads. They keep running transactions. We get our transaction fee. I get calls from customers when there's turnover in finance and they're like, hey, um, we haven't seen an invoice from you guys. Um, and, uh, and I'm like, yeah, we'll never, we don't we're invoice. Never gonna yeah, right. like, and they're like, well, then how do you make money? And I'm like, well, there's a convenience fee that's at, oh, oh my gosh, you know, right. and, and selling it into hotels, no CapEx. That's one of the things, you know, like, um, David Marja Henderson, I'll never forget, like selling, selling yeah, a good and, mutual friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. selling, now selling that. Salamander, uh, yeah. And, yeah. And now it's, uh, no, it's, uh, they what, sold. Did they? Oh, yeah. Did they? Yeah. It's, uh, Ambridge now or, um, okay. so, uh, but our hike, no, I think it's Ambridge. Anyway, but he, uh, you know, he, I was like, yeah, so you're going to need like three iPads. And he's like, okay, well, I've got to go through corporate. And I'm like, we're just going to give you the iPads. Right. They're yours. Yeah. Right. You know, like, I mean, in the and cost I, of doing that business. Uh, yeah. Is, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. And like spilling out requisition yeah. forms for three iPads. Right. You're like, and what? I feel like, you know, when my dad, like growing up, I feel like my dad was a hotel general manager. He had a lot of power, you know, and now 
all that power, like those guys are retired, right? Or and some of them are dead. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dad. Uh, sure some of them are though. <laughs> no, but um, you know, like and like the guys that are replacing them are like my age, right? I mean, like the new uh, general manager at Eden Rock in Miami Beach is uh, he's thirty years old, right? Wow. Super wow. sharp yeah. guy. Yeah, like sure. I mean, Carlos is an amazing guy to work with. But I'm like, dude, how'd you like? Who's your dad? How'd you get this job? <laughs> yeah, and he, and he is. He's, he's awesome. Um, but uh, but and. But they've taken a lot of like the decision making power away from mm -hmm. general managers, and now it's up at the corporate level. It's it's in procurement. It's over here. So that's one of the beauties of I think the way that we price our product, right? So there's no capex. We'll give you the hardware for free. You know, we'll install it for free. No services fees that you can never quantify. We can have you up and running in two weeks, and and then you're just running transactions through our platform. And and I, and customers will talk. Well, we can't sign a long term contract. I'm like contract. You put our iPads down. We stop making money. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, just don't put me in the closet where you put all the other technology that you bought and didn't use. Just send me my iPads back. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So it really yeah, is. Yeah. Thinking about your pricing model is something that I feel like this has turned it a little bit into a podcast about, you know, how to succeed as a startup. But I think that's really important. Like, thinking about your pricing is really, really important and, and something to test and, and ask potential partners, like, what would you think of this model? And where's the friction here? is really important because at the end of the day you've got to make a certain amount of money on your product but there's there's different ways to get there he understood his customer though yeah that's that's right he understood yeah, well, he where the from, pain he understood where the pain could have where the friction could have come in yeah so he's just eliminated a barrier to injury another point of friction right yeah, he's eliminated. because if you would have had all of those all of those charges you probably wouldn't be where you are today. No, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I know. I know we wouldn't yeah, be right. Yeah. I mean, easy to buy from. Yeah, easy to use. Cannot make it hard to, to buy. Right. And there's and some people don't. I think appreciate there's a difference between easy to sell mm -hmm. and easy to buy. Right, right. Those are two. You need them both. Right. But and easy to implement both. as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. I think a lot of times people produce uh, technology so complicated, we get frustrated. I mean, how many times do you guys do it yep. where you get something, you're so excited about it. And then by the time you're done trying to do the setup, you're like, God, I just don't want to use this yeah, anymore. You've you're done. Got yourself another job. Yeah, you're yeah. done. So you guys have made it easy, yeah. affordable, easy to him. It's just, it makes it's a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, and I, listen, at the end of the day, I mean, to kind of bring this back full circle, right? It's all about improving guest experience, yeah. right? I mean, mm -hmm. putting technology in the hands of your hotel staff to improve guest experience at your hotel. and Empowering um, them. Because they're going to improve the right. guest experience because you've empowered right. them to do so. Exactly. And the yeah. servers. I mean, like, we talk huge. about it is huge because people. if you don't have, well, we come back to people all the time. But if the people feel that they've got the power in their hands, that they can transact, make $4,000 in a yeah. day. That's why the heck would they ever put, I would be living with that iPad on my back, <laughs> yeah. on my hands. Yeah. I'd be People all over the fight place. over that job. And yeah, guess like, what? They become a promoter of the company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, yeah. I mean, evangelize. I mean, like we, we have actually gotten calls now, right? So inbound sales calls, yeah. right? And, and, and the hotel will go, Hey, we really need your product. And we're like, well, obviously, but why now? Like why today? And they're like, well, you've got the hotel next door. And all of our servers quit, and they now work there. Yeah, yeah, or a server over there for one reason, another place came over here because maybe their family moved, and right. they're like, "At my last place, we had this, and we did a bunch more money." Right. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like we're actually, I'm, I've kind of got this idea. I've been toying around. Like we're gonna get, we're gonna have Beachy certified servers, right? Oh, like creating, cool. like creating a platform, like a, you know, almost like a school 
they yeah. can go get beachy certified. So then like when they're applying for jobs at our customers, cause I mean, we're now, you know, I mean, gosh, we're on a thousand hotel destinations. Yeah. They right? put in their resume. They put in their resume. It's like, I already know how really to use cool it. If you so. could classify them as like captains. Sure. <laughs> by revenue. And then all go. of a sudden they've got you know these the badges. Big drivers you know, well, you know, so, so, so we actually kind of have something like that now in, in our product. Right. So it's almost like a batting average um, ah. for, for, for cocktail servers and, and beach attendants. It's like the average transaction should be this and it should have this many products. So like you're upselling this many times, you know, your average ticket size is here. Right. And so we, we kind of, we can evaluate cocktail servers or in beach attendants. Cause it's like you, that guy may be making the most money um, at that beach. But he was going to do that anyways because he has 200 chairs and the guy next right. door only has 100 chairs, right? Right, right? But it actually turns out the guy with 100 chairs is upselling 70% of the time. Right. He's getting four items on their ticket every time. You know, and it's like yeah. he's actually better than that guy. Right. You should you should switch. You should, yeah, it's you a, should swap yeah, them out. The value more valuable. per chair, right? right? Yeah, revenue per chair. Yeah. Uh, so as we wrap up, I'd love to get your thoughts. You know, as someone who d- did grow up in this industry and now a servicing industry, I mean, where where is the hotel space Um you know, post COVID, where what do you think? What do you think the next couple of years look like for the industry as we look towards the future? Man, wow! That I mean, looks. Yeah, if you would like, <laughs> like if you would ask me this question in November of 2019, yeah, it'd be a different answer. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it's a great question, right? I mean, I feel like I me mean, being a high tech, it's like, man, baby, we're back. Yeah, you know, like look around, like you know, everyone is here and we're having a good time and, and the parties and the, and the, and everything. It's, it's just, it's so good to be here. I mean, listen, I mean, you know, look at, I mean, the stock market took a dive again yesterday, yeah. you know, so, you know, maybe rallies this, you know, again this week, you know, but I mean, people, I mean, you know, people have let, or, you know, have less purchasing power than they've had. I mean, right. I mean, you know, interest rates for a home now are over 6%. So, yeah, I mean, I, listen, I think, I think that we're going to face some safe, face some headwinds in the next couple of years. I yeah. mean, I think that, you know, um, what happens in Washington matters, you know? Um, and so we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But, but I think the pandemic taught me anything is people want to travel. Yes. They want a vacation. They want to go. And like the market, like, I mean, you're exploring in so many markets now, but I mean, I feel like Destin to me is still your core markets is where you live. Like we found, I mean, and we saw this with us, I mean, drive destinations, I think are, are way better like in like just encapsulated to 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 do well mm-hmm. in a downturn, right? I mean the fly destinations. I mean the Miamis and the Cancuns and the you know like those are those markets. I think could get could get hard in the next couple of years. But I think the drive destinations will continue to thrive. I mean the Myrtle Beaches of the world um, and, and do and do well even even in a downturn. So. so here's what's interesting about his product as well, and I'll, I'll we'll, we'll kind of come back to that because you talk about the economy and the dependency on rental rates for the most part, right? Our, we worry about ADRs and occupancy and all of this kind of stuff. What we lack is the additional revenue that we can generate yeah. through our units. Yeah, because you can make up a lot of ground, you can. know. And, yeah. and it goes to the operator, typically, especially in vacation rentals, if you can think, figure out how to monetize your facilities within a house, the revenue really goes to the property manager, not the homeowner. Mm-hmm. He's doing that with hotels. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's an interesting exercise because that's something I think that our industry needs to focus on is how do you generate some additional revenue to help your bottom line and yeah. not just be so dependent on your ADRs. Yeah. David, thank you. No, this thank is, you guys. This is awesome. Yeah, it was a uh, lot of fun. Yeah. I, I love I love getting to hear the hotel side because I, I, you know, you get educated on an area we don't, you and I don't know a ton about, Brian. Yeah. So it's 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 interesting. Um, 
And I think there are some benefits they have of, of uh, I would say, a more advanced tech stack. And I think Beachy's kind of a sign of if you can build really well interconnected systems, then groups like Beachy, really smart entrepreneurs like David, can come and build on top of that. Yep. And I think that's where we're a little behind still, too, right? It, it's it's less attractive maybe for some of those entrepreneurs because it's harder. We haven't made it as easy for them to, to build on to our existing tech stack. So we, just have, we'll we have a lot though. We have a lot of technology we're trying to implement in our industry. Yeah. So Still we're a little maturing. bit, we, we are. Yeah. We're looking at the hotel so. industry. I mean, hotel catching industry, up. Hotel industry has been around for oh, yeah. so long. a yeah. million years. Right? Right. I mean, vacation yeah. rentals has been around for what? 50 years. I yeah. Mean, like it's just, it's, 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 I mean, you're apples to oranges. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again, David. No, thank you guys. Okay. Appreciate you. That's it for this week's episode of Guest X. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episode. We are Mr. Guest Experience, Brian Hamawi and Matthew Loney, signing off and reminding you to always create a customer experience worth talking about. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.